This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. We've got some half-priced cracked ice, miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, David Bowie LPs. More pertinently though, we've got another weekly podcast covering the goings-on in SK3 with me, Nick Lee, and Russ Johnson. Say hello, Russ. Hello, Russ. Very good. Good bank holiday, mate. Yeah, what's bad. Yeah, yeah. Three, uh, six points, not bad. Yeah, well, what, apart from that, what did you get up to? We'll come on to the county stuff in a bit. What, what did you get up to in your life? What you actually want to know, like genuinely. No, I'm, just, I'm just being nice, mate. I'm, you know. I drank lots of beer actually in my, in my county arms. That's what I did. I, I did a lot of baking. Oh, did you? Yeah, made, made some cream egg cookies and some uh, some special brownies. So uh, any day now, you'll be able to subscribe to my only flans. That, that was good on it. All right, before we get into it, a quick word on our neighbours down the road. What a rags to riches story that is. To drag yourselves up from the third tier to the Champions League final in 22 years through sheer hard work and persistence. Brilliant story. With that in mind, Russ, what's happening tonight, chum? Chum, nice. That's the first time you've ever called me that. I thought we'd, I thought we'd step up from Matey Bollocks last week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to cover the usual review preview stuff, so we'll uh, t- look back at Halifax. Away, Willstone at home. We'll look forward to the Dagenham and Redbridge match uh, in a week's time. And maybe, like, I think we, we kind of said this last time, touch on the running as well. Because uh, we are, it is getting close now. We're all getting a bit excited, aren't we? Um, we'll discuss a bit about kitching, uh, being on the telly and whether we should or should not be on the telly and how weird that is. Um, and then, yeah, just, just discuss about the week off that we've got 
before we play Dover, uh, not Dover, because of Dover, we're going to play Dagenham on Tuesday, so we've got this Saturday off. Uh, and we'll also be talking and introducing our esteemed guest. He's the final guest of the um, the Exile sort of expat um, series that we've been doing. He's based in California in the US of A. Um, it's David Maxwell. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Save the best for last. <laughs> is it? It's not evening though, is it? No, it's not. It's my morning. Here. Still, yeah, almost lunchtime. Nice. So we'll 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 come on to you later. That sounded wrong. But there we go. Um, <laughs> uh, and before we do, run titles. And when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me, then um, you know, it also helps as well. I'm fully on board. I'm a, I'm a brand bitch now. I mean, you know, like people are trying to outpop each other. It smelled like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's the type of mad arsery that I can't get behind. I've learnt that Dave wasn't part of the move to, to get us away from Edgeley Park. We couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that that bird yeah. from the Cheadle full of bird yeah. shit. In a week where Line of Duty absolutely shit the bed and delivered a more disappointing finale than Dexter, we watched a lot of Great County on the telly. There we go. Back in the room. Nice little jingle, that one, wasn't it? Line of Duty. Yeah, got that, yeah. Um, okay, so Halifax on Saturday. Um, away at Halifax. How did how did you see that? I, I it, Again, it, I feel like I'm just a broken record every week now, but again, at no, at no point was I worried. I just thought, well, the, the goal's, the goal's going to come. It's fine. And then, and then it did, and what a hit it was. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I I didn't feel worried either. I, I spend quite a bit of time during these games having a look online and seeing what people are freaking out about. There was a lot of, uh, you know, oh, we, we need to score another one or it's never going to happen. And I, I felt completely comfortable all the way through too. Mm. Um, and yeah, and, that, and Paddy Madden, I mean, that's that's what we spent all that money on him for. That, that's the... The difference, isn't it? That was a goal from someone who is playing below his level. Yeah. And uh, great, yeah. great finish. Never in doubt for me. There's nobody else. There was nobody else on that pitch that could have scored that goal like that. Right. That that'd be my take on it. I wasn't. Again, I, I'm going to repeat myself because I've, I've said this twice now on separate podcasts. I was a bit worried going into the match because again, it's. It's uh, they were a playoff team in the playoffs, and we're away from home. I know we're really good away from home, and we have got the best defense and the best attack. But you still have it in your, you know, the back of your mind that it, it, they they could get the better of, but better of us. But they absolutely didn't. And I was as the as the match progressed from minute one, I, that that worry just like ebbed away completely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't argue with it. I, even the second the second half, I just started popping about around the house doing stuff. Yeah, I, I do that too. Right? It's become for me as a you know an exile. It's a complete novelty to be able to watch County. I spent the first few games of the season like 
with a tablet two inches from my face like I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and now it, it's kind of progressed into kind of lazy. It's almost on in the background sometimes. Yeah, it's that taking it for granted, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You do, you do, and and I don't know whether we go into this now, but do you feel like this? You know, this is how people actually watch football all the time. Even, yeah. even I know I know you're in California, David. So so obviously you can be excused. But people who are based in you know I don't know near, near Old Trafford, but don't go to the matches. This is how they watch football all the time. I could yeah. not do that. Just couldn't. And that's where all a lot of the um, kind of you know arguing back and forth between fans all season is because we're watching games like like greedy league fans, aren't we? And you know analyzing every you go to county. It's, I mean, it's it's a day out with your mates a lot of the time. It's going for a piss at the wrong time, missing a goal. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it, you're not spending ninety minutes analysing the match, mm. um, and now you're kind of forced to. So, but yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's sadly how most people watch football. Yeah. I've, there's, um, I'm, I'm trying to work out how to put this delicately in case my mum listens again. Um, there's, a, there's a fellow who sometimes drives up to my road to deliver items to me. Um, I got in his car the other week and he had a Man United shirt on. So we're talking about talking about the boycott, the ESL and what have you. He said, oh, my mate's, uh, my mate's given up his season ticket at Old Trafford because of, of all this. I said, oh, are you going to do the same? He's like, oh, no, I've never been in the football ground. I was like, well, well, this is this is what we're fighting against here, you know. <laughs> yeah. At least he admits it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, at least he didn't start making up some bullshit about him. Like, like all these all these city fans that have come out of the woodwork in the last couple of days, saying they were at the Gillingham playoff final. Yeah. They, they, I'm sorry, they weren't. There must have been as many there as there were watching us in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the kickbacks every week. <laughs> But, the, but again, going but just bringing it back to the Halifax match, it's it's kind of sign of the times, isn't it? Okay, we, we watch it on the telly, we analyse it, we we go into every. No, we don't. I don't even think we go into every every decision with detail now. I think we used to when when it was at first a novelty, and then and then we go online afterwards and on social media and get personified bloody opinions from idiots we wouldn't even say hello to, and on you know at the, the ground. Um, and it just it just feels like it's all a bit sort of testament to I don't know like it, you, we're just we're just it feels like we're just like sleepwalking yeah. through these matches now yeah yeah and we're just winning and, we, and that's all we're, we're just winning and we're expecting to win now and if we lose or if we look like we're going to draw fucking hell breaks loose well yeah. what I can't be doing with now after every win there's posts on on a certain message board from the same two posters who've been mentioned on here before, and I'm sure they'll be delighted to be mentioned again. Um, <laughs> but just say, oh, where, where's all the Gannon fans now? It's like, well, we're all here because we're all county fans. We're all here fucking enjoying it. And it's, there's, there's yeah. a, a number of people who just seem to have taken, taken it upon themselves to push that agenda now. Instead of themselves enjoying us being in good form and playing well and winning, and they, they just seem to be intent on picking fights with other people. It's very peculiar. It's it's a it's a reflection of society in general, I would say, Nicholas. Yeah, absolutely. Divisive. Absolutely, everything's got to be black and white. That's it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, not allowed to be a Jim Gallon fan, <laughs> yeah. and 
Enjoy Simon Russell yeah. at the same time. Not acceptable. Yeah. I've said it on here before, but some of the shite managers we've had, whose, whose name we've sang, we've sang in the stands, I've, I've no problem getting behind Simon Rusk after after some of that shite <laughs> we've been served up, you know. Yeah. But he's, he's doing very well. He, he is. I mean, we've mentioned before that he's. he's in, you can see the improvement in every aspect of his management, but firstly, in terms of him being big enough to admit that the way he wanted to play, the formation he wanted to line up in wasn't working. He, he recognised that the squad had been recruited with five, three or five at the back in mind, changed to that, but got us into this run of form and in the position we're in now. And then his interviews are improving. His substitutes are improving as well. The way he's actually changing games with the subs. I thought that was... We'll get, we'll get to Monday shortly, but I thought that was a bit of a brave change on uh, Monday, taking Tom Walker off. Yeah. I, th- I think it's clicked in the last few weeks for me, definitely. Yeah. Um, I was very, very upset when Sir Jim left, but um, I've, I've come around slowly. But, you know, in the last few weeks, it, it does seem like they're more settled. Um, you know, it's a shame that we had to go through a mini pre-season halfway through the season just yeah. to, so he could see what was what. But um, he seems to have got it. You know, he's getting things right now, playing the right people. And... Um, I wish he wouldn't leave Alex Reid out, but apart from that. <laughs> but but it's, it's an amazing situation to yeah, be in. The fact that we, we do kind of have pretty much a settled 11. But yeah. but there's there's that, that, that same five or six players that you could just drop in to replace a player in that team and it wouldn't make us any weaker. Right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure there's there's such a thing as a settled eleven in 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 today's game. No, but but I, th- I think in terms of if Hogan's fit, he's playing. Yeah, of course you have a, you have a settled spot. Yeah, so give you that. So I, I'd I'd say there's five or six players in that side. If they're fit, yeah. they're playing. Yeah, yeah, and Alex 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 Reed isn't one of those. I don't think. No, no, he's not at the moment. And that, that, I don't I don't think it's because he doesn't rate him. I, I I think I think he does. How can he not? He's fucking top scorer now, isn't he? Out on his own, I think mm. after after Monday's game, but. What what he probably what he's probably doing with him is is his his man management is probably spot on. To be fair, we've had other managers. Jim was pretty good at that side of man management, yeah. I would say, where he's he, he probably sees he's, he's exhausted or he, he knows he needs you know a rest in terms of morale or form. Look what he did. He, he put him out for a couple of games, brought Reedy back in, and he was he was great when he brought him back in, wasn't he? Yeah. Definitely a nice luxury on the bench. I mean, I, I might be wrong on this, but I, isn't he the top scorer if you take away penalties? Because that fella, whoever it is, who's top of the charts, he's got like Cheek. six penalties. Cheek. Yeah, um, the fella at Boreham Wood's got five. I think he's the top goal scorer in the, in the division um, from open play. So to, to you know, if he if he ends the season coming off the bench and he's the top scorer in the division, then you know. That says everything yeah. about the, the strength of the squad we've got. And Hogan, there is for a... me, just, just touching on Hogan, sorry to put in there, um, he, to me, typifies the kind of the turnaround because I, I, I was a little bit unsure about him early in the season. You know, all those kind of rumblings about agents and, mm. you know, him and Rooney and that kind of stuff. And I, I wondered whether he was fully committed to, to being a county player. And, and I think the, the no fans in the in the ground didn't help. Mm. But he seems to have, since that moment, a uh, bit of criticism, um, and around that time, he just seems to have kind of turned into this colossus. Yeah. And he just, <laughs> he's, um, he, yeah, absolutely. One of the, 
best centre half in the division for me. I, mean, I don't want to say the Lord's name in vain, but he's very Mike Flynn esque at the moment. Yeah, he is. Well, yeah. Do you know? I was just about to say uh, the question I was, I was going to ask you both is he is he is a bit Mike Flynn esque before Hogan and be, uh, before Hogan and Flynn and say they're the bookends. Is there anybody else coming close in? in in the middle. Over over the last few last couple of years, maybe not so much now, but Ash, Ash Palmer. When when we're in the league below, Ash Palmer fit that role for me. Just every every week, just absolutely colossal. There's something about a big strapping centre half that dominates. Yeah. That uh, you know. With a nose all over his face. Exactly. That's when you know he's a good centre yeah. half. Right yeah, in both in both boxes as well. Palmer does it in both boxes. Yeah. Hogan doesn't as much, does he? I suppose. But it's it, the way he involves himself in the build-up. He's quite. I mean, on was it? Yeah, it was Saturday Saturday's game where it must have been into double figures. The amount of times he stepped over the halfway line with the ball. Yeah, right. He's, he's, he's a decent outlet in that respect as well. I think. Yeah, definitely. But it was it was the West Ham game for me with Hogan. I, I was I was the same as Dave. I was I was um, a bit unsure about him, yeah, because of all these rumours that we hear about him and Rooney and the agents and what have you. But that that West Ham game, he just he just stepped up for me, and ever, ever since then, he's, I think he's been our best player. I know I know Rooney and Reed will get all the all the attention and Madden as well, but Hogan's been just a rock. Take it for granted a little bit, don't we? There's people now talking about James Jennings being Player of the Year and stuff like that. We've had. I don't disagree with it. He's been superb. But Hogan, you, you almost take him for granted, don't you? You don't really think of him mm. player of a season kind of thing. But yeah, he's he's definitely so consistent now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, best defense. Well, you, you know, collectively, we've got the best defense, haven't we, in the league? He's 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 been a mainstay. I mean, I know he's been out a couple of times, either injured or suspended. I think was he suspended once? Perhaps I'm not sure about. It got overturned, didn't it? That's yeah, right. Did, yeah, he yeah. got sent off somewhere, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, uh, the home home game against Sutton was it Rusk's first That's home right, game? Yeah, yeah when yeah. when we had the own goal with Hinchliffe. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, since then as well, I'm 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 I might be right. In, if, if I think I'm right in that the Sutton first goal was that the last mistake defensively we made. I'd say so. Yeah. Right. Been, we in, made a quite, I mean, quite a few around that time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did, we did, we did, and uh, I, I, you know, Altrincham sticks out for me when we were two nil up, and t- you know, I don't know, one of them was a sloppy goal, but that, that when I when I say mistake, okay, you could say mistakes were made for any goal that goes in, you know, made and end at home two two, whatever. But um, what I mean is glaring sort of individual error. Yeah. Um, I think that was the last time it happened, which is quite pleasing. And the, I mean, we came up against West Ham mid-January. Like West Ham playing their strongest eleven that's going for the Champions League at the moment, and no, no defensive mistakes were made there either. Mm. You know, and, and I, I think I think that was a turning point for me, the West Ham game. Yeah, you look you look back on that, and it was a really it was it was, it was a bit of a boring game on it, but it was just such a good performance considering the the gap in divisions. Yeah, considering the the season that they're having, it just looks even better now, doesn't it? I, I I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was like a, a high octane game of chess. I was yeah. really enjoying it. And there were, we actually made a couple of forays forward as well. There were a couple of points where if the ball had bounced for us right, we could have scored. And you think, yeah, yeah, all right. But the, yeah, the defensive performance then was one of the best we've seen in a long time. But I think I think the the players must have just thought, well, we've we've held West Ham for eighty three minutes here. They barely troubled us. Yeah, and I think we've just stepped it up since then. Well, let's 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 not talk about lowly West Ham. Let's move on to Wheelstone. 
<laughs> on Monday. So that 4-0 at home. So again, it just felt like... It, I'm going to say it. I just felt routine to me. Yeah, I, always, I, I kind of... I was always, again, always confident that the goals would come. A few, yeah. a few people... I saw a few posts on, online, on the message boards, people saying, oh, we could lose this if we don't watch out. So at the moment, I, th- I think we, we're going to have to try very hard to lose a game. <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, 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 I never thought we we're in danger of losing it, but I can, I can see where the pessimist would come from. You know, a nil-nil, you, yeah, you can lose it, okay, but you know, I think patience was the name of the game, wasn't it? Was it nil-nil at half time? Yeah, I mean, Wheelstone weren't particularly yeah. bad either. They had a couple of, mm. yeah, they, they passed it about quite nicely. Got got forward a few times, a few, a, a few reasonably nervy moments. But I think once once we'd soaked all that up, there was only going to be one winner. I think they were knackered by half time. We've we've definitely kicked on a gear in the home games. Now the home games used to really worry me. They mm. still do a little bit. Mm. I've got a lot of trepidation about a home playoff game. For mm. some reason. But um yeah, we was in the last the last month or so we seem to be comfortably beating teams now, eventually. Whereas we were a bit nervy at home, I think. It's re- it's really interesting that you've you've mentioned the the playoff home game because I'm that's that's the one that worries me actually. I know everyone yeah. want, we want we want to have fans in and everything, but we've seen it so many times, particularly in non-league, where these smaller clubs have come have come to Edgeley Park, seen six or seven thousand in the ground and put in the performance of their lives and turned us over. Yeah, and I've, that that's that's the only worry for me at the moment for the playoff if we, if we do end up in the playoffs rather than yeah. winning the title. It's to me it is too, but at the same time, I suppose it's gonna it's not gonna be a Wheelstone or a Weymouth, is it? Exactly. Yeah, you're clear. It's gonna be a Hartlepool or a Wrexham. So yeah, it, they shouldn't be overawed by it. Yeah, it puts a new, um, new but, test on it. That, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I do. I have a niggling feeling about a home playoff game, but um, at the same time, it's it's one home game to get to the playoff final. Yeah. I mean, you, you, um, I think I think we're looking pretty solid now for. I still think we can win the title, but you know we're we're, look, we're looking pretty locked in now for me for second or third. Yeah, and uh, that's why one home game to get to the playoff final, you, you'd snap your hand off, wouldn't you? So, see what happens, I guess. Yeah, I I keep on thinking back to um, out of that top seven, top eight, top nine, maybe top ten, include Eastley in that. Who's the best team? Who's who's the best team out of all those? And when I look at it, it's us. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I yeah. can't see beyond us. I, all right, Torquay are winning, and, and they are getting late goals. You know, we spoke about that last time, but they don't seem to be winning like we we are. You know, they're not winning at a canter. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be over, you know, scared about playing any of anybody. I just think what we've got to concentrate on is being the best team that's left out of all those teams. Mm. Obviously, that yeah. every, you, people might be saying, well, that, that's obvious because that's how you win playoffs, but. There's an element of luck to that as well. So as long as we're the best, and I think we are at the moment, we're in the best form, yeah. we're scoring loads of goals, not conceding any. Yeah, I'm getting more. Positive. I'm getting more confident every week. Uh, you know, we're either going to win the league or we're going to go up in the playoffs. I get, I get more certain of it every week. I tell you what, if um, if Torquay and or Sutton slip up this weekend, I think we'll be we'll be crossing the threshold from confidence to Billy Big Bollocks. And I for I, I for one cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just looking at the run-ins. Like, yeah, if Torquay slip up this weekend at home to Bromley, which they might, and mm. they've got to come to us, um, 
then you fancy us to to finish above them. Yeah. Um, it's Sutton, I think. They, they have a relatively easy looking, apart from Hartlepool at home. They've got Weymouth at home, Woking at home, Maidenhead and Barnet away. You know, unless they bottle it. Mm. Um, we're we're going to need them to slip up twice. Yeah, it's a very, very nice little run of games, that. If, if we had that, we'd love it, yeah. wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And let's just... I mean, we, I don't know if we want to talk about the goals. Crowsdale got his first goal for us. Um, Reed got a couple and, and Rooney. And Crowsdale, for me, is one, one of those that should be nominated for Player of the Year. Yeah. I don't think it's been as, as good in recent weeks. I think he's he, he's dipped a bit in recent weeks, but he started picking up again now. He's, he was great again on Monday. He's just one of those nice, tidy footballers, isn't it? That he's, he's pleasing on the eye. He doesn't do spectacular things. But he just does the simple. He does the simple things well, and he's just, just type of play you want in your team. The, the one person I've seen slagging him off, who we've mentioned last week, his, ma- his main reason for slagging him off is that he passes it sideways and backwards. But this same person was moaning six months ago that we're playing long balls up to Richie Bennett. So what, you know, what, what do you want? Do you want yeah. Crowsdale to just get it and try and hit the centre forward with it, and then wait for it right. to come back to us? What, what do people expect? But yeah, yeah uh, every team needs a player like that. Yeah, Zabi and Iniesta were pretty good at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Leon Britton. Don't forget don't forget Leon Britton. Is is Sam is Sam Minahan gonna be our Leon Britton, do you think? Is he gonna go through the leagues with us? I think he can, he think he can. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Proper contender, isn't he? It just looks like a top lad. You wanna go for a pint with him mm. and rub his head. <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of head rubbing going on if if we get back into the yeah. football league this summer, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say something really stupid. I was about to say, I wonder if Minion still got his tattoo of I Love House. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course he has. <laughs> um, unless he's like, he could have, could have gone over it, I suppose. But, um, I think if you're, that, if you're so committed to house music that you're getting a tattoo, I don't think your views are going to change. I don't think you're going to go off it. No. No. I, well, what, I think what I was thinking sub, sort of subconsciously was, I wonder if he'd had like, loads of stuff done around it. And had a big sleeve tattoo. I, I heard he's covered it up with I love bungle off yellowboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking bungle. <sighs> Just a so the run So the running then. Um might as well cover the running and the week off now. Um with no game on Saturday because we should have been playing Dover. Um away. I think. Just before before we move on to the running, you started on Crowsdale's goal and then didn't mention any of the other three because I, I thought the goalkeeper did tremendously well up until up, Crowsdale's goal. up until Crowsdale's goal and then he just shit. What was he doing for Rooney's free kick? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you see, you say that, but that's the, the, it was on the wall side, wasn't it? Yeah, the wall should have been doing the job there. So let's not let's not get too critical about the goalkeeper because he missed a free kick. No, I thought he was shit, Ross, and I think he deserves to be told. <laughs> I think I think for what was he nineteen years old? Yeah, I thought he it could it, it was only four 0 because of him. Oh yeah, really won it. Um, so yeah, I, I, that was Rooney's goal. Reed's goal. Well, the first one was a bit a bit fortunate, wasn't it? Yeah, slightly. Yeah, yeah, it's, he kind of shanked it, didn't he? And it still fa- took a deflection, found its way in. Yeah, and the goals. 
That's right, yeah. Well, Reed's second was a deflection as well, wasn't it, I think? so. Yeah. You're never going to get a 30-yard curler from Alex Reed, are you? Just, you know, he's in the right place at no. the right time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Was there anything else about that match that you can remember? Yeah. Oh, score, uh, scoreboard. The new scoreboard's going to be up soon, and they're putting new seats in in the railway end again. Yes. But that that block know. that kills everyone, that ruins everyone's OCD has been sorted yes. finally. <laughs> yeah, everyone's been triggered by that, I think. Did you Have you noticed the seat as well that's in there that's right next to the advertising um, sort of bit, where if you were sat in that seat, you would not be able to see the left-hand side corner flag? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Imagine, imagine paying 20 quid to sit there. <laughs> Oh, we, we, there's a, hopefully we'll see some fans in that end if we're, if we're in the playoffs because I'd imagine we'll be playing someone who's going to bring a, a decent following well that's if, if away fans are allowed because they're saying um, it, I think there's Premier League games that are going to have fans in before the end of the season but there's no away fans yeah. allowed so I'd imagine it'll be the state so Yeovil's going to be fun so did, did you see the reason why um away fans aren't allowed in. Well, what they've coined it as. Oh, go on. They've, they've said away fans aren't allowed in for operational reasons. That's, uh, what, does that, what does that mean? Disconcertingly vague. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that with Yeovil away, though. I just pictured, you know, thousands of county fans going and invading the farmlands. <laughs> I, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. There won't be anyone there. It's a shame, though. I don't know. I think you're going to see a, a lot of a lot of county fans shagging the system and turning up at the uh, turning up at the turnstile in the hope that they'll let yeah. them in, just on that basis. So it's Dagger them Tuesday, isn't it, Russ? Yeah, Dagger them Tuesday. <laughs> I thought you left us then. No, I've just got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in podcast for then? <laughs> He was picturing uh, county fans shagging the system. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else to do there. Um. Yeah, we've got we've got Tagadam on on Tuesday and, and and Redbridge. We're playing two teams, and I'm still not worried that we'll lose. <laughs> Every time I go to oh, right, top of the form table. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah we'll come to that. Um, they are top of the form table. Yeah, we'll come to it now because we've just fucking mentioned it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they are top of the form table. We we're second, but that, I mean that's the last five. If you go to the last ten, you know. The, they start. They start to drop. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's um, six on the last turn. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they are top of the farm table. But if you look at who they've played, um, it, it, it's you know it's yeah they played some played, absolute fodder, haven't they? Yeah, they played Woking, Barnet, Kingsland, Solihull, Moors, and Eastley in the last five. So, mm. I, I don't think it's anything to go by that they are top of the farm table. But we're shit hot anyway, so it doesn't matter. I, I, I was well, thinking yeah. of it as a routine. A routine win until you tweeted that yesterday with that form table, and now I'm slightly worried. But you know, if, if they're just blowing away fodder, then but they'll be confident, won't they? It doesn't matter. You know, they can only beat who's in front of them. That whole cliche. So they'll they'll, they'll be confident. Yeah. Um, but we should have enough for them. They will be, but I think it comes down to a kind of a point you made before, David, about um, these teams coming and and it not being their cup final, but they adding an, an extra fifteen or twenty percent. Yeah. Um, Dagenham and Redbridge will probably want to do that because they, from their perspective, they are probably they're probably thinking they've got an out a very slim outside chance of the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say that. They've that got on. a slim chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they're not going to come and and park you know four and four in front that's of yeah. in front of their eighteen yard box. No, pick them apart. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm expecting anyway. 
Um, and we've got a, a full week to prepare for it. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I think they've got they they definitely got a match on Saturday, so they're playing they're playing Wheelstone away on Saturday. Because that, that's something Rusk hasn't. I don't. Th- I think he's only had that maybe once or twice in the f- in the months he's been here. Um, an actual full week off with the players on the training ground. Mm. I think he's only had that once or twice. Yeah, and you, can you imagine how much work you can get through? Yeah. doing that. Um, Lots of laptop sessions with Simon Wilson. Oh that. yes, <laughs> kind of. We've got a network game of football manager going on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's looking good, and then after that, it's the it's it's the big one against Torquay. Um, after that, Woking, and that's when fans are allowed in. So we got the the notif- notification, didn't we? Or the, it said, you know, lo- looking to prepare for fans coming in. There will be a lot of head rubbing from me when I get back in that ground. Four thousand, uh, they're going to allow in. Yeah. So that's what fifteen hundred season ticket holders and two and a half thousand City and United fans who said they were definitely going to be coming to support us. <laughs> So I'm fucked. Fucking at Pog Boom in my seat. Wanker. <laughs> it's funny, how are they, how are they going to do that? Are they going to, is it just going to be open sale after the season ticket holders? Like it is every match, but this time you, you are going to have, you are going to have those people, aren't you? It's going to be a lot of rumble. Fucking hell. Just strip, strip to the waist, Cheadland Car Park, fight, done. But aren't you going to have to um, go through your testing as well? How's that going to work? Yeah, is it the the lateral flow test the day before you have to get? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, and then and then you've obviously got people whinging. Oh, I've had my vaccine. Why do I have to have it? Well, the vaccine doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Oh, for fuck! I, I can't even bother getting into it again. Just having to explain to these people that just because oh, I don't know. But it's it's, yeah. it's mental that we're having to wait so long anyway. Considering I, I was watching the snooker last at the weekend, and, and they've got pe- yeah. they've got people in there, you know, sat next to each other under a roof. Yeah, so, I think it's just a foot. It's a football fan's reputation thing. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Not trusted. Yeah, you that's know, it. People can sit quietly and watch the snooker, but football fans is a different kettle of fish. Yeah, can't can't be trusted. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm in. I'm in the camp where if I need to do a lateral test, I fucking do one. I'm not bothered. Oh well, yeah. I've got lo- There's loads of packs in our house because me, my wife does it every now and again for school. So I'll just do one and that, that's done. Yeah. You, you don't stick them up your ass though, Russ. Do you not? No. No. Oh, I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> and then you don't reuse them either. <laughs> those, those, those two things together. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so I mean, the, the positive thing is, no matter what you think about vaccines or do having to do tests or what have, what have you, I think they're a good band. Having to wear a mask, um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get let back in. I've just started to ignore you now, Nick. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna... maybe this is good. <laughs> we're gonna get let back into the ground, into our nice new shiny ground, all done up, and we'll be able to point at things and go, "Ooh, shiny!" I can't wait to get a pint of Heineken. They do Heine- they're doing just... they're doing Heineken now, yeah. Yeah, but Pineken shite, isn't it? It's better than Carlin or Carlsberg or whatever yeah, shite we had before. Yeah, granted, yeah. I, I just want some nice European lager. That's what I want. That's all, that's yeah. all I've, I've ever wanted, really. I think I think it's had a bit of a resurgence recently, Heineken. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I see it a lot over here. Yeah, I'd be happy with a pint of Heineken in the Chilean. So you can, Does it taste any like, better, though? Or? Sounds like a dream. Yeah, I can get on board with that. 
I wonder what the food's going to be like as well, because I think we've got new caterers and everything. So that's that's something yes. to. I mean, I think I think everyone's so getting so excited about being able to be in the ground just watching the team that everyone seems to have forgotten about all the other stuff as well. Yeah, the, the new concourses, the new suites, everything. I hope the toilets have been sorted as well because it'd be awful if they just did all the concourses and just left the toilets as they were. I think you can. I think you. I think your money's safe if you better on that one. It's got to have done. Do you reckon that that poo's still on the seat? Do you remember that? Do you remember when there was a poo on the seat? No. I say poo makes it sound like it was just a just a turd there. It, it, was, it was more than just that. It was it was everywhere. Yeah. It was. Oh, I did have a picture of it somewhere. I got a Facebook. I'll I'll dig that out for you, Russ. Right. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Just, just message me when you're having your tea tomorrow, and I'll I'll send it <laughs> you then. <laughs> So it's looking exciting, isn't it? I think we're a bit spoiled, aren't we, in the last like couple of years, aren't we, to have you know playing well, top end of the tables. I'd say, I'd say the last five years. We've actually had half a decade of county being good, which is a great achievement yeah. considering the, dec- the half a decade or so before that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you see it? From afar, David, do you? I mean, I suppose because we're watching it, we're we're watching it remotely anyway. You obviously you see the same with what we see in terms of the games, but do you still get the sense from Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff of of the moaners and the bedwetters and shit? Oh yeah, um, I stay well, well clear of Facebook because yeah. like, just a, just a freak show on there. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I do. It's it's just nice, to, you know. And I've listened to your other Exile episodes, so I know um, it's a very similar thing for me. It's just an absolute joy to be able to watch county um but yeah I still i still go online and see see what's going on good good okay so um it's probably a good time now to say predictions predictions for where we'll finish all right i'm i'm going to go second i think we'll finish i think in the end we'll finish second i i, I think it's all at the end of the season we're going to be ruining that defeat at torquay on the first day i think i think it's going to come come down to us regretting that i th- i think we'll win all our games that we've got left but i just don't think that that'll be enough now i think we'll finish second if you, if you think about how you felt on that day as well i was like well we look pretty decent this is going to be a good season yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's gonna be. We will look all right. Jim's definitely going to be leading us to promotion at the end of the season, and nothing, and nothing <laughs> will change that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, did you know as well that that Torquay game, the very first one, they didn't seem like anything, did they? No, no, they didn't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not followed them closely enough to know if they've gone through wholesale changes as a team, but um, yeah, they didn't really look up to much. I think they've just basically got a good manager. I, th- I think that's what it's come yeah. down to for them because looking at the, I've seen a few of their games when they've been on BT and obviously when they played us as well, and they've not got a standout player. Like if you look at our team, you can pick out, you can pick out, but it's probably in double figures the number of players in this team in our squad that get into any other team in this league. Yeah, and there's no one for Torquay, like, so I think it's just down to good management because he's a good manager at this level, Gary Johnson. He's got out of it plenty of times. Fair play to him. Yeah, I mean, if they if they hang on. Um... And obviously they deserve it, mm. but uh, yeah, they've been consistent. You can't, you can't argue with that. Yeah, they had that that, that, that little wobble 
around the same time as we were having a bit of a wobble, so we weren't really right. in a place to take advantage. But yeah, other than that, they've been solid pretty much all season. Just keep they've scored yeah, yeah. a lot of late goals as well. Yeah, let's not get onto that. <laughs> mm. So there's the talk that because um, BT have announced all their games up until uh, this weekend, B- BT's live games. Um, so there's talk that the Torquay game might be might be picked for BT. Uh, a lot of people don't want us to be on telly because they seem to think we play shit on telly. And there's there's no evidence to support that aside from the last time we were in this league when we were shit anyway. If, every time we've been on telly this season, I think we've we've only lost one on telly this season. We lost at Notts County earlier in the season, but other than that, we've done all right on the telly. I think it probably will be on TV. It's, mm. a, it's a bastard for me because I won't be able to watch it. They don't unless I you know download a bunch of illegal stuff and break the internet, then I can't watch it. <laughs> so. BT can go fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned, but it probably will be on. Well, if it is, I'll, I'll get you a link and I'll send it to you. There's, uh, there's, right. there's, there's dodgy sites out there you can get it on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That has been doing the rounds, hasn't it, about people not wanting it to be on TV. And when you look at the facts, you know, we've only lost one in the league on, on TV. Okay, we drew with Bromley, which was a bit of a damp squib, wasn't it? But I, I don't see... I don't see the fascination. The, the only thing I can think of is that um, the players, p- people might be thinking that the players somehow are a little bit nervous because it's on telly. But in reality, are they? They probably don't give a shit. No. To be honest. Um, the, the only worry for me about us being on telly is that we're going to get that god-awful co-commentator, Adam Virgo, talking about how he's he's worried about us defensively. Yeah. Which is the, the way, We've had some fucking weird takes this season, don't get me wrong. But that, that was up there. And I think I think we just had about four clean sheets in a row. So no. well, that, yeah, it was like he wasn't really paying attention. He switched off for a month yeah. and wasn't really paying attention. It's like, 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 like Adam, we've got, we've got five minutes to fill. Just say anything. No one will care. Yeah. What an absolute fucking tool. Um, yeah, don't know where he gets it from. But anyway, um, so the, the the thing being on telly, it, are we all in agreement? It's it's just it's a it's a non-issue, really. But uh, going on further, look, yeah, it is a non-issue, definitely. Um, going on further, looking at the telly games, Yeovil on the last day is it's the same day as the FA Cup final, I think, which yeah. which is also on BT. Okay. So I don't think there's much. So given that we're not going to have fans in the ground, we're probably not going to be able to. It's probably not going to be on BT after all that. No, I don't think. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, they probably won't have any, will they? Because everyone's got to play at the same time, haven't they? Yeah, you, you think? I think they, they had a couple on when, last time when we got relegated from this league and we played Kidderminster on the last day. I think there was it was on Premier Sports back then, and there was two or three games on Premier Sports on the last day. Yeah. Like the, the the I think I think it's just the big the teams that were in with a chance of the playoffs. I think that were yeah. that were on, but yeah, we'll see. Well, anyway, we've, we've got the streaming anyway, <laughs> and it's that's probably probably better for Dave to be fair. The streaming, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't. I'm assuming that I won't be able to watch the playoffs either if uh, if we're in them because they'll be on BT. Yeah. So if, you, if you're asking for a prediction, I'm going to say first because that's the only acceptable choice for me. We've got to win it. Right. I was going to ask you what you thought. So first for Dave, second for Nick. I'm going to say I'm going to say first. 
Oh, you're so pessimistic, Ross. Every <laughs> time. <laughs> I, I think I think we can do it. I think Torquay. I'm gonna. I, I can. Be, I want to believe that Torquay are gonna slip up, and so is Sutton. Yeah. I'm confident we'll we'll hold up our end of the bargain. Um, I, I think Sutton's the one. I think I think Torquay will slip up. Mm. Uh, um, it's Sutton that it just looks like a straightforward run in. Um, we need him to slip up twice, really, don't we? So. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. We do. But I think if anyone can slip up, it's probably them because are they out of all the? T- I mean, I'm, ju- I'm just going off, you know, club stature now. But out, out of the out of all those that are in the mix, they are the, by far the smallest. Yeah, you, you just got to hope they bottle it, I suppose, don't you? I mean, they do, yeah, they do have that home advantage with the with the pitch, and three of the games are at home. So you just got to hope that the, the nerves get to them. Does anybody buy into this? Um, they don't want to go up because they'll have to spend a million on the pitch thing. Well, I'll take it if they, you know, if they don't want to do that. That's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I know we we said about the playoffs before, and who we want to, you know, who we, you know, we're not scared of anybody as long as we're the best. The one that I don't want to play is Sutton mm. because they will they will up the game, um, and they've already beaten us once this season, and came very close to beating us a second time. So yeah, oh, so yeah, all good, all exciting, isn't it? It is. Um, what do we think of uh, Kitching? Yeah, it? it'd be nice to know what's happening. So, if anybody does know what's happening, if John Kieran's listening, or, or Johnny Vaughan, or, or or Simon Wilson, can you let can you let us know what's going on? We miss him. <laughs> <laughs> he he definitely was my favourite player in the in the first half of the season. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'd be nice to know what's going on with him. But thankfully, at the moment, we're, we're getting by, aren't we? Jennings has ju- just done a superb job delivering these amazing set pieces out, out of nowhere. He's probably always been able to do it, but I didn't know about him. <laughs> and, uh, so it's you know it's it's been an it's been an okay transition, hasn't it? But um, yeah, it'd be, be nice to have him back. Yeah, he would. And I know um, John Kieran did say on on commentary on Monday that he was out for the season, but he, I mean that's all he said. Yeah. And, be nice to know if there was a bit more to it than that. Well, he might not make the Euros at this rate either. <laughs> no, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. No, we'll have to just play Chilwell instead then, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'd like to know about Kitching, if uh, if anyone's listening. Is anyone listening? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, anything else on the football side? That's everything. It's a bit... No, 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 no new signings. It's about the fourth week in a row where we've not we've not signed anyone. So we, we look, we look. So has the deadline gone yet for transfers? So there's a transfer deadline in our league that's late, later than the, the regular one. Is there? Yeah, I don't even know. But, but, but no, there's probably a transfer deadline. But you can still buy, you can still buy, you can still sign players on a free a bit if they've got a dog called Charlie, <laughs> or you can still loan players if you want. All that sort. It's, it's just. I don't know. Well, did you know Wrexham are governed by the Welsh transfer window? Yeah, that's yeah, mental. Yeah, they can't buy anyone, can they? Absolutely bonkers. Yeah, and when um, when they were handing out grants because of COVID and stuff, they they didn't they weren't part of the English FA, so they don't get they didn't get uh, reimbursed. Anything. But look, luckily, they've got rich owners who seem like a pair of good eggs. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, but nothing's actually happened, has it? Or, is, or are we just not looking? Oh yeah, no, oh, no, they've been put, they've put, they've been putting money in and all sorts. Yeah, oh yeah, they've they've done a they've done a fair bit. I, I know, I know. All, they've got this gin company, haven't they? So they've they've gave given a lot of free gin to every pub in Wrexham and all this. And they've done a fair. I know they've done a lot of um, online fans forums and addressed the fans and stuff. So I think there's yeah, there's a fair bit of stuff going. on. I think it'll be the summer though when you'll see most of the stuff happen there. They'll, I think they'll probably bring a new manager in. Uh, they're looking at bringing a, a CEO who's who's worked. I think it was Liverpool. He was at he was at before. So yeah, they've, they've obviously got big ambitions. They do, they need to bring in a, a Johnny Vaughan type character. You have no idea what he does on a day to day basis. <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm well into that. I'm bang into that Wrexham takeover. I think it's great. Yeah, um, I, I really like them too as well. So yeah, I, I, I like the I like the engagement. Um, I saw some moaning on Yellow Board about. Oh, did you see the state of those advertising hoardings? And they're just—they're just engaging with the fans and having a laugh. Yeah, not to be taken seriously. The comedians. Yeah, I, I like. Um, and it, I, I like the fact it's, it always seems to be Ryan Reynolds and his mate right. <laughs> when Rob, Rob McElhenney is like a big star in his own right as well. He just yeah. seems to get tagged tagged on it as like hanger on, which is a bit harsh. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm into it. My uncle Ron's a Wrexham fan, so I've got a very slight soft spot for him. Unless the plan was. Yeah, I've got I've got a cousin who's a Wrexham fan, so yeah, keep an eye on him because of that. Unless we're playing him, but yeah, it's going to be a hard league next season though if we if we are still in it because because Wrexham will be properly going through it. They're they're going to be spending the type of money we have this season. Yeah. Well, that's a a reason to go up, isn't it? This yeah. season, a reason to do everything to go up, and because you you will you'll have Chesterfield, Notts County, Wrexham, um, and you know whoever else, Hartlepool, whatever. Um, well, Notts County are in a bit of turmoil, aren't they? This week, um, they they cha- mm. changed manager not long after us, uh, not not done as well as we have, and the assistant got sacked before before yesterday's game for a, a racial comment apparently made to one of the players during the game. Yes. So yeah, he, he he got sacked, and then they went and beat Sutton with ten men. Yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, that's a great result for us, that. Yeah, it's a good game that as well. I watched it. Really good game. Um didn't I didn't look at either side and think, oh shit, I'd be worried if, if we had to play them in the playoffs. Um but Sutton stood out a bit more in terms of they've got more individual more quality individuals, I think, than Knox County. There's a, a couple of players for Sutton that look very bright. I think a few of them will be playing football league next season if it if Sutton don't go up anyway. Right, should we move on to our esteemed guest? Yes, let's let's Let's. So, um, Stadio Junkie. Yeah. Uh, and we'll come to what I, I want to ask you why you called that. I think I think I know, but you can explain it. Um, but yeah, so you're you're based in California. Eh? That's right. Say that. Yeah. Um, you know, it never got chili peppers, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, tell us a bit about anyway. <laughs> Tell us a bit about how you ended up out in in California, where you're originally from. How, how did you get into county? That, all that, all that good stuff that we've been all talking to others about that, that hopefully won't be boring third time round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long boring story. Well, um, unconventional county fandom. You know, I didn't grow up in Stockport. I grew up in Sale. Oh. Um, my dad was a big Accrington Stanley fan. He still is actually. Um, so I wasn't going to support them. Um, 
But I used to go to United a lot. My mum was a United fan. So as a kid, I did go to United quite a bit. And then the summer of 92, glorious red-hot summer of 92. I can't remember if it was red-hot or not. So I, I, I had a mate who I used to knock around with in the school holidays. He was just, Ironically, he was a City fan. I'm the first to, to mock City fans for their, uh, <laughs> their engagement in County. <laughs> I've got a lot to thank him for. He said to me, he said to me one day, um, Stockport County are having this um, open day. And you can go in the ground and have a look around and stuff. And do you want to get the bus and go? So just for a laugh, we just went. And um, I don't know if you do you remember those days. Surely did it every summer where they had like a you could physically walk on the pitch and get player autographs. There's all kinds of little fun activities going on. Yeah, I, re- I remember going to one. It must have because I started going in '95, so it must have been before the '95 '96 season. But yeah, they had, they had players on a stage unveiling the kit and all that type yeah. of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I ended up getting a bunch of autographs of you know players who I had no idea who they were at the time, and, and um, then shortly after realised it was you know Big Kev, Andy Priest, Jim Gannon, um, all these players, and then shortly after that we went to a pre-season friendly at home to Oldham, and they won four two. Stood on the pop side, and I was just, I think your last guest said it as well. If you weren't, if you didn't get hooked on County at that time, then there's something wrong with you. It just it gripped yeah. me immediately. And um, I started going home and away quite quite quickly. I'd, I'd drag any mate that would could be bothered to come along with me. Um, and then fast forward a few years to, to 96, 97. Then by that time, I'd kind of grown a couple of uh, real county fans to my army. And uh, we used to go everywhere. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, just what a time to be alive. <laughs> I think between 92 and... 2002 I was pretty consistently home and away and that's probably our greatest 10 years in our history so I feel quite fortunate you you skipped straight to 96 97 there because you you were you had a a big part to play in one of our iconic moments the season before didn't you oh I did yes Uh, yeah so the Everton game that's that's quite an interesting story actually The, the, the game at Goodison Park I missed because I drove me and two mates to the game, or I tried to, um, and ended up writing my mum's car off oh. in Nutsford. I picked a mate up in Nutsford. And uh, if anyone knows the junction, near Mere Golf Club. Oh, yeah, where the little chef is and all that. <laughs> yeah, so if, you yeah. Go, if you're going down that, that road from the hotel that goes down to whatever that road is that leads into Nutsford, I was turning right out of there with a county scarf in my window had it in the wrong window, blocking my view, and um, just turned into, thankfully, it was an old couple who was going about 50, and people, you know, typically go about 80 on that road. So so I wrote my mum's car off, Um, ambulance came because the the window shattered and went all in the arm. Um, One of the lads in the car, cheeky little bastard, took it, if you're listening, Jimmy Lee, <laughs> uh, uh, took his ticket, took his match ticket out of the glove box, and got on a train to Lime Street and went to the game. Shit house. <laughs> the other mate um, ran home and told his mum and phoned my mum and stuff like that. So I got carted off in an ambulance. Um, so I missed that game at Goodison Park. My mum. Ended up writing to Cal. These are good old days. She wrote a physical letter <laughs> to Stockport County and told them what happened. 
and they sent me two free tickets to the replay um, on the front row of the Tudorland. Okay. Um, so I actually took an Everton fan with me for some reason. Um, so yeah, as Alan Armstrong scored that equaliser, I was in a prime spot. <laughs> you know, instinct took over and uh, jumped right over and jumped on him. <laughs> I've been living off that moment ever since. Yeah. So, you, so, <laughs> so listeners, when you go back and watch that, you'll see someone in a in a green jacket jumping on Al. That's Dave. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah. What what's the uh, moving moving on slightly? But what's the uh, the Carlton Palmer story then that I've seen? Because <laughs> this is go- this is gold. Yeah, uh, Russ just bookmark this bit, and uh, this, 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 this can go on the teaser thing. Sorted. I, I, I think most people have heard this, story, but I'll, I'll, I'll go through it again. It was um, it was a bank holiday game against Mansfield. It was a red hot August bank holiday, and. Um, I was just got steaming basically before the game um, in the beer garden of the Bobby Peel. And um, me and two two or three mates, we we sat at the top end of top end of the Cheedland. I think the top row of the Cheedland, like Scallies, you know. <laughs> and um, I progressed from that after overtime. <laughs> We were, we were standing up the whole game and, you know, leading all the singing and the stewards kept telling us to sit down, sit down, sit down. We just refused, basically, and ended up getting carted out <laughs> and um, got carted all the way down the cheese line, all the way down the main stand. The walk of shame. The walk of shame. Yeah. Um, ended up in that nice little police station by the railway. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they basically told me, you know, you're a bit of a dickhead, aren't you? <laughs> So I, I left the ground and went back to the Bobby Peel, um, sat and watched Soccer Saturday, watched the scores come in. And then my two mates came in after the game and they'd been thrown out as well some, after me at some point. <laughs> and then, then I just got on one and just said, this is just not fair. You know, I shouldn't have been... I was leading the singing today. I should not have been thrown out of that ground. What You know, how are they supposed to win games when you're... When you're Orchestra leader and the Cheedland is being kicked out. This is a travesty. <laughs> obviously, you know, a lot of beer involved. So I, I decided in my wisdom to march back over to the ground and uh, and just I don't know what I don't know what my plan was. I just went back over to the ground and that that little tiny door on the main stand, uh, players' entrance. It was uh, it was open. So I just <laughs> I just walked in. And uh, there was no one there. And then there was a couple of like youth team looking lads in the corridor. And I said, and there was just like deep heat everywhere, like <laughs> steam of showered footballers. And uh, I said, Where's Carlton Palmer, mate? And this youth team player goes, Yeah, no, he's just down there, mate. <laughs> Points at the dressing room. And. Um, so I walk in the dressing room, no one in there. Uh, a lot of deep heat in the air again. Um, I sat on the bench at the end, and then out of this, and I, I'm not exaggerating, it was like a scene from a film, out of the, of the steam and the smoke, out walks Carlton Palmer in just a towel. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be a fucking top bloke. <laughs> and Kevin Richardson, who was his assistant. And uh, Carlton just looks at me and goes... I'm not being funny, mate, but how the fuck have you got in here? 
<laughs> Did it say anything to you, pal? I, I, I think he said, who are you at first? And I said, I'm just a fan, Carl. I'm just a fan. And he said, oh, well, how the fuck have you gotten here? I said, well, you know, the door was open. Nobody stopped me. And he said, what, what can I do for you? And so I went into this big rambling story about how I'd been unjustifiably kicked out and um, got no chance of winning any games this season. I mean, it turns out I was right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, when, you, when you're kicking out your, your singers. Um, so he very politely told me, oh, we'll, we'll have a look at the tape, whatever that means. Don't think anyone ever looks at the tape. Cheers for your support, and off I went. And uh, <laughs> that was it, really. And then, I then proceeded to phone everybody I knew and tell them exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was my encounter with Carlton. And he very I, I told that story... I put that on my blog a while ago, and he very kindly retweeted it and, and said he remembered it, and it was a good laugh. And oh. so top man, Carlton, if he's listening. I'm yeah, he's it, it, great, Carlton. He's, he's probably my dream guest on here, to be honest. Yeah. I'd, I'd love Carlton. <laughs> I've, I've listened to him on a lot of other podcasts, and he's fucking great value. Yeah. I would imagine that, he, yeah, I was thinking, would he remember that? And I'm thinking, he, I would imagine that he probably did. That's probably the only time he was confronted by a fan in the dressing room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's half naked, so I hope he remember it. Yeah, but yeah, those days were just they were magical. And I'm let, let me say, I'm, I'm a little disappointed Dave Espley's not on here because Dave Espley is an icon to me. I've got to say, yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I see him sometimes get a bit of shit on the yellow ball, like, oh, you're only coming here when you're promoting your book. Yeah, it, the the book that he spent about three days delivering to loads of people for free. Right. During yeah. lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen people saying that as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but those, yeah, those that just walking around the corner and seeing Dave Espley in his green jacket or brown jacket, whatever it was, green or brown. It wasn't very fashionable anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> party, you know, just that sound of a, a new issue of Tea Party, only a pound. I mean, that was... Um, and Tea Party back in those days was it was I think it was got voted like the best fans yeah. in, in yeah. England yeah. at one point, didn't it? But it was around that time like fanzines were everything. We didn't have we didn't have the internet as much, or it was just starting out, or whatever. But um, used to go and did you do you get were you were you old enough to remember uh, sports pages in Manchester? Uh, the the pink was still about when I was a kid. Yeah, because my dad used to go and get a copy of the pink after the game. But yeah. There was a physical shop called Sports Pages that was in um, what's the little square with the McDonald's, it's St Anne Square. Oh yeah, um, and it was a, it was a sports bookstore basically, but it used to sell fanzines of every club in the country, and you could literally go in there and stand there for two hours just reading fanzines, and then everybody and they didn't seem to give a shit. Awesome. Um, so you used to go in there, and our rivals at the time, people like Stoke and Burnley and. Bradford, they they all had really good fanzines as well. Um, so you should just go in there and just read what they were saying about us because they, they often did have a pop at County and uh, that was good time. Good time to be alive, that was. I, th- I think re- reading the Tea Party was the first time I realised you can you can be funny while talking about your football team. Yeah. And you know what, yeah. Russ? You know what, Russ? One day we will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, if there's a holy trinity of County... Danny Begara, Dave Jones, and Jim Gannon. You know, put it in whatever controversial order you want to do. Then Dave S was at number four for me. Oh, so, I'd, I'd go along with that as well. Yeah, yeah. Just... yeah. Rush, Rush Johnson in fifth, obviously. 
Well, I was going to say Bungle at five. But... <laughs> <laughs> Akito at six. You could go on all day, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. You're right about that time. I mean, we we we. I think me and you probably sound like similar ages, actually, because I was. I'm 40 now, so you know. Yeah, going, I'm 43. Going to, yeah, so going to the matches that it was the tea party, and I. Not not so much realizing that's you know you 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 could have you you could take the piss out of your club and it would be funny in a team you know in a, in a fanzine but I just thought wow we don't hear anything about counties it's club you see club call on CFAX or something yeah. like that you know yeah. you, you were waiting for the for it to change because yeah. you knew something was coming up or yeah. or you bought the paper on a Wednesday the fan the tea party was just something else to read and I was I was that day you know, after um, when we beat QPR in the FA Cup. I was still a paper boy, and I I literally robbed every single paper, <laughs> national newspaper that could. We were on the back page of every single one, and um, I wish I still had them really. But yeah, I'd, those were the great days when you had to rely on tally text and physical yeah. newspapers. <laughs> I, I saw someone tweeting about that the other day about how the pink was made so quickly, and it is bizarre. Yeah, how they did that. They, apparently, they had little vans out on the forecourts of grounds and like printers yeah. inside the vans as it. It's all like if it was a late goal, then it was it was out of date already. Yeah, yeah. Any goals past the 80th minute weren't in there. Yeah. It's you can go a week and get the wrong score. <laughs> I, I, I might insert some um, Hovis advert music into here. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'll, I'll just I'll just insert Dave's. Um, what, what's it? Memories what I have stopped for. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen me trap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do you know what? His legacy lives on. He still continues to come on here, doesn't he? And he, he does all, all of our goggle box stuff, which is absolute. Yeah. I, when we go back in back into the ground and we stop streaming, and we stop I don't know what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to have to think of something else. But you're so, they're so good, aren't they? Well, I, th- I think we get we get more more feedback about the goggle box jingles than we do about the actual content. Which well, yeah. says it all. Well, look at the, well, the content's tripe, isn't it? Well, it is tripe. Yeah, he, he said he said tripe three times in that post. Yeah, tripe. I, I, I do get goggle box actually. I, I, um, for some reason, it's it's all. I know it's on Friday night, isn't it? On Channel Four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Friday night here, just a couple of hours later, it's always on YouTube. Thankfully, there's, there's not many British television programs that you can do that with. But, um, so I do watch those every Friday night. It's funny as hell. Yeah. My favourite was uh, Nick Nick off Yellowboard mentioning how he... Hi, Nick. You're probably listening. Cheers for listening, mate. Um, he mentioned that he loved the jingles. And it was about four weeks later that someone mentioned it was Gogglebox. And he, he didn't even... It, that, that's how good the jingles are, that they stand alone. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Um... So how did you end up out in California then? So I met my missus. Uh, my missus is a California girl, and I met her in 2004 um, in an Irish pub in Madrid, uh, like you do when you're you know, a low-class British citizen. You just <laughs> head to the Irish pub. Uh, yeah, so I, I was in Madrid for a week. I went, I went through a spell, of, and this is on, on my blog that I've kind of recently put together, but I did quite a few big European games, during that period, uh, the Rome Derby and uh, El Clasico and uh, Milan and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'd, we'd gone to Real Madrid, Barcelona for a weekend. And um, 
we'd been to this Irish pub the night before and had a good time. And then after the game, we were walking past it. And um, I ended up dragging everyone in. There was a couple of lads, if I remember, would say, oh, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> Come on, get in here. And then my missus was on um, a study abroad program. And it was her first night out of America ever. First night in Madrid. And all, she was with these five girls and they were all from different places all over the world. And um, they were kind of getting to know each other. And like every British man, I'm sure if you two haven't done this and you're lying, we just stood around <laughs> staring at them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Guilty. Uh, until we, uh, you know, finally infiltrated the group. <laughs> <laughs> Got chatting to them. Um, so, yeah, so we, we had this long distance relationship for about a year and a half. Um, so I didn't go to counting those times because I was wasting all my money, not wasting them, spending all my money on the wife. Um, so I didn't really go to counting those days. Um, I was pay- I, I basically spent a year paying off credit card debt and just making sure I knew I was going to move over there. Mm. You know, it's a, cho- a choice of California or sale. It's not much of, <laughs> much of a decision. Really. Um, so yeah, the county got kind of put, put, put on the back burner and then I moved over there here in 2007. So I've been here a long time now. And does she know about your obsession with County? No, she's she not told her. She's been, <laughs> no, she's been to a game actually. She went. I took her once. She lived in. She lived with me while my visa was getting put uh, done. They, I, she came and stayed with me for six months, and I had a. Um, I was working in Manchester at the time, so I, I got an apartment. One of those. I don't know. There's thousands of them now, but at the time they were quite new. Now by Victoria Station, and uh, she got a job in. <laughs> she got a job in the Hard Rock Cafe, and I remember saying to her, "Like the rent on this apartment is is just a little bit too much, so I need you to get some kind of job." And she ended up making more money than me. She was working every night in Hard Rock Cafe, and she was like the token American, so she made shitloads of money every night. Tips, um, so that was helpful. Um, but yeah, she I, I, during that six months, I did take her to a game. We went. It was a derby in the League Cup. Um, and oh, she, God. yeah, I took her like every true gentleman to uh, the Kebab House on Castle Street afterwards. <laughs> and um, she became particularly fond of uh, cheesy chips and a garlic naan, which uh, an American she'd never had before. So, and, uh, there has been subsequent trips home since then where she's insisted, even if Cali aren't playing, to go to the Kebab House or whatever it's called now and uh, get, get herself a garlic naan. Brilliant. So, <laughs> you, yeah, she's well aware of it and supports it. You, you brought your wife, haven't you, us to County? Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen Claire there a few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the kids. Yeah. No, the reason the reason why I say it is because it's because I've got I've got a mate who's um, who's he's, he's, he's our age, but he's 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 got a girlfriend now who's uh, from Slovenia. Uh, she's actually called Vita. Oh, God, <laughs> but he's but he's an old but he's an fan, right? And and I remember I remember the conversation having with him. He, and he's part of uh, push the boundary, which is our co-op equivalent, and you know, trying to ch- get change for Oldham, Oldham Athletic. And he said to me, he said she, she doesn't quite get how much I'm into this. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, well she's, no, cause she, cause she's not from this country, which she wouldn't right. do. And I just I just wondered if she knew how much. You, does, that's what we've, I guess my question is: Does she know how much you're into it properly? You know, but she, of course, yeah. it, so. no, you should, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you could be married to me and not know. You know no, no, no. <laughs> no, no but, and one thing I picked up on um, 
your, your other exiles that you've had on, very similar experience watching County. Um, you know, just the novelty of it, just been brilliant. But the, the, the only thing that I couldn't relate to was the uh, the quiet goal celebrations because I will wake any fucker up for a John Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I often sit on my front porch, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning and just scream <laughs> you know, when, when a goal goes in. So, but I know oh, they're, 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 those lads have different different times over there. So yeah, they're in the middle of the night in it, and they've got kids in bed and things. So. My um, I've only ever brought my my girlfriend to three matches. The first two of them were nil nil draws, and then the third one. Do you remember that Harrogate home game on it was New Year's Day when Gary Stockford scored the own yeah. goal from the halfway line? Yeah, she, she came to that and she must have laughed for about three hours after. So she, she she's not she's not been to and it, it. wasn't until I don't think it was until I moved in with her that she realised just how how into county I was. I, Spending time sat there like writing stuff. Yeah, this podcast is written. You might not fucking think so, people, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, oh, oh, you're doing county stuff again. Oh god, yeah. But her, her, her parents are from Scunthorpe, so she's kind of got that. She kind of understands what it means to support a hopeless case. So yeah, yeah, that helps. I think I think I think my missus is you know always probably has had a little bit of. Not guilt, but you know, she knows that she took me away from my home, um, <laughs> and I moved over here. So she's not going to say, "Don't bother with that tin pot football club." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's very supportive of you know. In recent years, um, uh, you know, I've come back a few times, and she's always very supportive of, of me doing that. And the last one was actually right before, right before the lockdown. Actually, I came back for uh, Bromley at home. Um, which was Liam? I think it was Liam Hogan's debut, was it? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And um, that that was an emotional day for me actually because I'd not been to I'd been to a few away games in previous years, but I hadn't been to Ashley Park in in quite a few years. So it was, yeah, that was emotional for me. I, I met up with a mate, um, Paul, who, who I used to go to all the games with in the nineties, and um, it was emotional because his son um, Luke. Um, tragically died. Oh yeah, sh- um, yeah. Shortly after the Nuneaton um, game, I think. Yeah. So um, they 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 actually renewed his season ticket, and uh, they typically will let uh, one of his mates sit in the seat. And so I sat in it that day. So that was emotional. Oh yeah, that's uh, brilliant. That was nice. And also, it was emotional because I wrongly assumed that I was going to be the uh, the most high profile exile there. That day. <laughs> <laughs> Turns yeah. out I got. I got shown up by a little Japanese fellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, fair play to him. <laughs> yeah. it, it did make me laugh when he when he when he was about because because you could tell with a lot of the people they've obviously never met a foreign person before. <laughs> the way a lot of people were talking about it on Facebook. I think I think yeah. some someone took him in the Bobby Peel and said, "What was it they got him?" I think it, it was just, just a pint of lager, I think. So, oh, do, you have, do you have lager in Japan? <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> hell. It's not the third world. <laughs> They've got no, little, bastard, little bastard even got his name on the scoreboard, didn't he? I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tw- tweeted out by FIFA. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing, that. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather have your name on the scoreboard than tweeted out by FIFA. Yeah, same. Fucking blatter. Yeah. Wasn't it on um, on the scoreboard with a Japanese flag as well? Yeah. Yeah, right. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. No, good stuff. 
Have you, have you died? Have you died there, or she went a bit? Quite, yeah, I've kind of, yeah. I kind of, I've run out of things now. Um, <laughs> ran out, of, ran out of all my questions. Ran out of all my notes. What else is there? If you had to punch one former county manager in the face, who would it be? Gary Megson. Yes, that's the answer. That's the answer. It, it was Neil, Neil Young for me, but it was a toss up between Young and Megson. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Not, not, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We're not, it's, not, it's not a question that I've thought of. <laughs> to be quite honest. You're a lover, not a fighter, aren't you? I, th- I think it's just his face, Megson. You know, it's not nothing personal. Well, it is personal, I suppose. I'm, I'm going to say it, Chris Turner. Chris Turner. The motivational expert. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the motivational he, speaker. Doesn't he rant about right-wing conspiracy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's gone full QAnon on Twitter. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chris Turner and Lawrence Fox, unlikely bedfellows. <laughs> yeah, you might not be aware of Lawrence Fox over in California, actually. No, no I don't think. Oh, I'm yeah, you're, you're very lucky. Keep it that I way. Just, I just politely chuckled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's for the best, mate. I, I do when I see <laughs> one of his tweets or something. It's the best way. Just ignore him. Right, <laughs> what now, Russ? Don't know. Um... So, so what, what, are you, what are your plans, Dave, in terms of your next trip to? To Edgley then, uh, now now that stuff's getting back to normal and clearing up, are you, are you starting yeah. to look at getting something in the diary? Yeah, I, it, it was frustrating because I had a lot of good things lined up in 2020. I was going to, um, my wife has a, some family and friends in Colombia and I was, I was going over to the Copa oh. America. Oh, wow. Um, so that was exciting. So that got cancelled. Um, so now, now yeah, I've, I've been booking a load of things now. I'm, going, I'm off to Dallas this weekend for the... Uh, Billy Joe Saunders and Canelo Alvarez fight, which oh, is in yeah. Cowboy Stadium, uh, seventy thousand. So that'll be a bit weird. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be weird. That, that first big event that people go to. Yeah. yeah, I was watching. There was a Blossoms gig on in Liverpool on a weekend, and that was, that was no no social distancing, no masks or anything. Yeah, and it was it's weird, just straight. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I'm still it's getting that in TV programs and films now. When, when I see right. people hugging each other, I'm like, what's going yeah. on? Weird. Yeah. When did they film this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's Texas as well, so they don't do a, they don't do a flying film. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, are, the rule, are the rules not? Are the rules not? Are, they, are you just completely relaxed now? The rules? Um, it, it varies state to state. Yeah, California's always been one of the strictest states, so we're still in um, one of the tier. We have this tier system for when things can go back. So I think, from a sporting point of view, we're at the lowest. We're only at twenty five percent capacity, but there are quite a few states that are at full capacity. So I've got that, and then I've got um, another Texas because you know they don't do shit in Texas. So I'm going to the Formula One Grand Prix in uh, October, and then yeah, County. I, I would think next next season definitely. I'd like to, you know, my plan is going forward to come back once a year and you know get an away game in and get a home game in. Um, uh, yeah, I, I would, you know, a playoff final. It's going to be difficult to ignore a playoff final if that happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely, but, um, yeah. I don't know what the the rules are in travelling to England at the moment, but yeah, it's a, that'll be difficult if that happens. But yeah, I'd like to think I'll be there next season. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunity next season, won't they? Um, when we're all back to normal, yeah, with a bit of luck. So on Twitter, I don't, I don't know about other social social accounts, but you are named Stadio Junkie. I think it's for obvious reasons, but you know, how how was how was that come about? And I guess you're going to watch 
boxing and, and things. And that's, it's, it's, it's all part of your hobby to, to ground hop kind of thing. Yeah, I, th- I think because I've done all those um, big games back in, you know, early 2000s. I've always wanted somewhere to record them. And um, I've always fancied the, the writing aspect as well. I, sh- I should have paid attention at school and all that, all that. I didn't like most of us don't end up in job. But um, yeah, so it's really it's really just kind of a it was started as just a a place to record those games and now now that I've got lots of other things lined up, um, you know, just try and make it a hobby really. Yeah. So Stadio because I like Italian football and junkie because I'm a bit of a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, do you follow our one of our previous guests, Chloe? Then Chloe Beresford. I do. A, yeah, she. Yeah. Um, I, had, I had a good chat with her um, a while ago because I was going to. Um, I went to a Fiorentina game, so she was very helpful in um, letting me know what the how to get tickets and all that stuff. Yeah, she's 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 brilliant. She is. I, I heard her, her interview on here with you guys, and that was uh, mm. yeah, really good. Yeah. Well, she's definitely on the shortlist to come back on. <laughs> Let's put it that yeah. way. Um, yeah, she was really. I really think she fat. put some of my stuff actually, my Italian stuff, on her website as well. So that was really nice of her. Oh, excellent! Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that that episode actually is one of our highest rating episodes. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's second to the Jim Cannon one. So that's testament to you know. To I've actually not knowledge. listened to that one. I was too upset. I've still not. I've, I still can't listen back to it. I can't can't do it. Maybe maybe if we get promoted, I will. Maybe maybe then I'll be able to manage it if we if we do get promoted after all. Then yeah yeah I'll, I'll be able to hack it. I think that's the, old, the only one I've not listened to actually. What if we get promoted next season? Would you listen to it then? Might do yeah yeah. It's a nice little snapshot. I, I did I did listen back to the takeover episode a, f- oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah yeah that was that was very interesting. Listening back listening back now yeah yeah there's some some very interesting little points in there about stuff that we said we wanted to see from a a new owner. And what have you, and most of the stuff we wanted to see is stuff that's been done, which is very good. Pleasing. Yeah, very yeah. pleasing. Very good. Um, in fact, it's probably a good question for you, David. I don't think we touched on it much, but you know, the takeover. How did you, I, I know you knew you knew about it? How how do you feel about all that? And you know, do you see it? Do you see is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? You know, from afar. Yeah. No. I, I, you know, I've followed it religiously on, you know, online. And um, I, I think it's a great thing. You know, at the time, I was really happy. Um, it, it it just, it, from his first interview, it seemed like a genuine blow. Mm. Um, you know, he, he had realistic. I, I didn't think the seven years in the championship thing was unrealistic. I thought we're, we're good enough, you know, we're big enough yeah. to be able to achieve something like that. I don't think it was an outlandish claim. Um, but he just seems sensible and screwed on, and um, yeah, you, you're right. He has done everything, most things. Mm. He's done brilliantly well. Um, the, the whole Simon Wilson thing around Gannon sacking, I obviously didn't like that. Mm. But you know, it's, I, I hold my hands up. It's it's working. It's um, I think it just uh, my philosophy on it is that it, Jim's face just didn't fit. Yeah, and he was gonna he was gonna go at some point. Um, they couldn't sack him. If you know, if he took us into the league, they couldn't sack him. Mm. So it was kind of like, a, like, let's just do it now. I don't think anything in particular happened, like a flashpoint, but it might have done. But you know, so all that was a bit of a sour taste. But 
you know, results change opinions, don't they? So yeah. I'm, I'm all on board right now. Because, <laughs> I mean, for a long time, I'd, I'd always hoped, even before Jim came back last time, I'd always hoped that when we got back into the league, it'd mean a lot more having Jim be the one to do it. Um, yeah. I, st- I still feel that way now, but let's be honest, if we go up end of this season, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'll be standing there saying, oh, I wish it was Jim. I'll, I'll be yeah. j- jumping on Sam Minahan. Yeah, too much time's gone by, you know, of being in non-league football. Yeah. So it's just it's yeah. just going to be a mass celebration, isn't it? You can't, can't get too hung up on Jim Gannon, I suppose, but he's a legend. He'll always be a legend. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And it's the things that it's the things around the the infrastructure as well, isn't it? And the, the profile of the club is all oh, that's increased as well, you know. Oh, it's, it's night about, and day. It's night and day, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, it's it's the just training more, ground a lot more stuff, professional. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's almost like we've had kind of two phases of progress. We had the first phase when Jim came in, making us it sounds weird, but the most professional we could have been as a semi professional side. Mm. And then I think we're in the second phase of that now where we are a professional side and we want to be one of the better professional sides. I mean, yeah. the, the aim is to be one of the best clubs outside the Premier League, really. That's 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 what they're going for. If they want championship in seven years, I don't think they want to go to the championship just to finish fourth bottom every year. So no. so we are going to be looking at what wanting to be one of the best 30 clubs in the country. So, and, yeah, everything's geared up to that now. It'll be- even, the dressing, even the dressing rooms. Yeah. I mean... You know, as, 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 as someone that sat in the old ones watching them, <laughs> they, they, they look very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget the first phase as well. You know, obviously Jim Gannon was the manager, but there was a lot of hard work done in the background. Oh, absolutely. Steve Bellis and George Hudson of, of clearing the decks and getting everything operationally smoothly running. You yeah, know. it basically started from getting, getting McKnight in. Getting McKnight, McKnight gone, McKnight, and then yeah. Bellis and Hudson coming in, John Kieran on the board and everything. Yeah, pro- proper county people like that. There was, a, yeah. there was a bit of a false start when they brought Neil Young in, but they pretty quickly rectified that. They get a, a lot of undue stick, I think, the uh, the, the previous owners. The Park, Park Bramall, Burton, Hudson, Bellis group. Yeah, those that particular group do, yes, but let's not forget what happened before that and let's not go into it now oh, oh, oh absolutely yeah absolutely <laughs> no. they, they were the ones who, who brought they started putting us in the right direction again yeah yeah i have to say you, you ask about you know perception from afar um that whole time period it was very difficult to to figure out who was who and you know nobody really spoke did they mm, yeah um, so it was, you know, the Parks and the Brambles, that, that's all kind of alien to me because I could never figure out who was running what or who was doing what. It was all a bit confusing. So now it's at least nice to have a nice, you know, bit of structure. We know what's going on for the most part. Yeah. Onwards and upwards. Yeah. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Because we, we probably listeners are bored of us saying this, but we were doing, we started the podcast in 2015. So we were doing it in the middle of that. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but I don't remember us ever like going, you know, being really vocal about how the club was being run. Okay, it was being run shit and we knew we were non-league, you know, National North, mm. but I don't think we ever, like, no, nothing ever affected us as much as 
as the Jim Gannon sacking. Well, yeah. affected, but well, affected people on the podcast as much as the Jim Gannon sacking. Did you? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think. I think when we first started out, though, it was it was just a monthly thing, wasn't it? But I think I think now with us being weekly, there is mm. we, we are reacting to stuff as it happens. Whereas before, something had happened, and then by the time we get round to record a podcast, plenty of yeah. other stuff happened. That's very true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were covering like four or five games, weren't we? Every time we could, yeah, okay, yeah, good show. Yeah, good stuff. So yeah, from afar, you don't. You, I, I guess, and plus the coverage is zero as well from afar, isn't it? When you're in non-league, national league north. The coverage here is unless you went to the matches, you know I'd be going to work when we went, you know, on a oh, Monday afternoon. We're, we're, we're not in the California Gazette, Russ. <laughs> no, I know. I do, no, I do have the internet. No, that's what I mean. That's what, you know, that's what I mean. Even on BBC is what I'm saying. BBC.co.uk. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. on there, are they? No, you know, no. It's a, yeah. I mean, the prior to everything starting to get going, you know, with the, the kind of playoffs around that Chorley time. Prior to that, it was really just kind of following on um, flash scores and you know uh, yeah. ch- checking on yellow board and stuff like that. I used to rely on YouTube a lot actually for. Uh, oh God! Imagine that. In, in informational podcast. Now that I see the games myself, I don't, I don't really pay too much attention to you. Don't <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. Brilliant. And that's the kind of sound bites we can get behind. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right, it's been an hour and a half. I think it's a good place to uh, to call it a day. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, definitely a better place to call it a day than halfway through, anyway. Because because someone would have still been talking. Just got to say um, a plug for Dave's blog. So uh, yeah, Nick said it last week. Dave's new blog is out. Uh, April review of April, I think it is. Um, so give that a read. Um, you can get all of our content as normal on um, all the W's dot scarfbagaraward.co.uk uh, get, get your pens and pencils ready that's all the W's that's scarf. all the W's <laughs> all, all of them, every single W <laughs> um, and yeah just finally say a massive thank you to Stadio Junkie aka Dave Maxwell for coming on and joining us in the afternoon from um from California. Well, you're not working today then, because it is a Wednesday. I am working, yeah. Um, but oh. nobody can tell. I'm, I'm, I work from home at the moment, so um, right. n- nobody knows that I'm doing an obscure football team for the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we'll put a few tweets out and see if there's any more podcasts you yeah. can go on today. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you <very much>. <laughs> <laughs> Um So, th- yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Good stuff. And thanks, Nick for contributing so heavily to this publication. Oh, fuck off. Thank you. <laughs> no need for that, Ross. That was, we've gotten so nicely tonight. Gotten so well. You're just showing off. Did you used to get that when you were a kid? If, if you had your mate round and you were acting daft, your mum or dad would say, oh, stop showing off. Oh, and yeah. It, it was the worst yeah, yeah. thing that could be said to you. Yeah. 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 I say it to my lad now. I yeah. do, I, yeah, that's going to say, I do, yeah. We are, my, my little lad has um, best mates next door, and he'll get, if you if you arrive back in the car, he'll get out of the car and just be atten- intentionally really loud and try and get their attention, like, doing some stupid dance and singing some song, <laughs> and drawing attention to himself. Pathetic. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> 
Kitty. Good stuff. Okay, um, let's leave it there. Thanks very much, everybody. Thanks for listening. Cheers. See you later. Ta-da. You've been listening to the Scarf Bagara War, edited and produced by the Scarf Bagara War team. The title track was created by Daniel Johnson with commentary from Richard Harnwell. The podcast currently is being recorded socially distanced remotely, so please don't write in. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe and comment on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thank you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.